0: This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought.
1: Gun balls out in the Watching the Grandian crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time.
0: Hello, and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 225. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Ryan Holes. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good.
0: We're missing Kevin this week, he couldn't join us. I'm sick. So I sound like crap. And on top of that, Ryan here is having technical problems. So if he doesn't sound right, if his audio's off, that's why. So basically, before we even start this show, it's a complete disaster. And I apologize. With that being said, what movie do we have you watch this week?
1: The Last Exorcism 2.
0: The Last Exorcism 2. Now this is an interesting one. So I picked this in honor of La La Land coming out this week. Now are you familiar with la la land ryan the the musical with Emma Stone
1: and uh...
0: and Ryan Gosling no well, the reason that I picked the last exorcism too is that this movie was actually written by Damien Chazelle, the writer and director of uh La La Land, so that was it's something a, I thought was kind of interesting.
1: It's a musical
0: is it yeah la La land is yeah wow. Uh, have you seen... Well, we'll get into his other movies in just a bit. I have a synopsis here. As Nell Sweetser tries to build a new life after the events of the first movie, the evil force that once possessed her returns with an even more horrific plan. As I mentioned, this is, is written by Damon Chazelle, and it's co-written by Ed Donnelly, who directed the film. Now, Ryan, have you seen the first Last Exorcism. I have not. Okay, so this will this will be a good one then. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Last Exorcism 2?
1: Um, well, apparently in the first one, that chip went down. And the squirrel, uh, everyone thought she was going crazy. And this movie is kind of her. At the beginning, she moves into sort of a I'm gonna call it a halfway house. It's not really a halfway house, but I don't know the correct word. But she lives with this one older guy and like four or five other girls. And they'll live in there. and she's getting over her oh, parents are gonna crampage and meltdown and she gets a hotel cleaning job and tries to assume a uh, normal life. And one day when she's working at the hotel, she meets a guy who just starts talking to her randomly, and they end up falling in love. And what's really happening is this demon... Is trying to work his way back into her life, and the demon, like, you don't realize, but the whole time, the well, not I thought the whole time, I thought the whole time the demon was controlling the guy, but you find out later that the demon doesn't start controlling, controlling him. Until towards the end of the movie, and the show, they fall in love and one on, and all of a sudden the demon possesses him, and she goes there to tell someone and he swears strong to her, and she realizes that he's the demon, and then he slits his own throat, and. She obviously doesn't like that too much. (laughs) And she tells the guy, who is again actually the demon, that she'll kill him. And after that, she gives someone else to get help. Like a sort of witch doctor. And this witch doctor puts a kind of like a protection spell. On the house then. it says the demon. That no demon or anything. Can break through. But next thing you know. The demon does break through. And he goes away. And then in the final scene. She admits this witch doctor. Calls another one of her. Dr. Friends. And this Dr. Friends comes over and you know they they put a circle of salt on the floor to make a protection ring and the demon ends up breaking. The doctor surrounds her down both the both legs to lay gurney and they realize after a little that their only choice is to kill her. That's killing a demon. So they inject her IV with uh, morphine, lethal mm. dose morphine, mm. and eventually kills her. And then all of a sudden, she goes back to life as the demon and starts murdering everyone. Kills both doctors. Kills the guy she with and all the girls she was with. Pretty much everyone in the
0: movie.
1: And mm. that's, that's it. I guess you're, you're supposed to assume that uh, there's gonna be a third
0: one. So this is not a, a happily ever after situation that you normally talk about in your in your reviews. No. All no right, one, so
1: no one left that play. At at all. all
0: right, so what did you think of this one? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of cheesy. The only scares were well, well, jump scares.
0: Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, this looks really generic. I, I actually kind of forgot about this even existing. It's like one of those movies because I I saw the first one in the theater. And I was really surprised. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. The first one was actually found footage. Now, from what I understand, this one is not found footage, right?
1: No, at the at the very beginning, there is a little bit. And I was like, hmm, two found footage movies are bro. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> and then, there, as you get into the movie, it's not really found footage at of... all.
0: Yeah, I think they they did away with that. So this got a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not a not a lot of love for this one. It looks uh, from what I read here, it seems like it's just a pretty bland generic supernatural horror movie. There's just so many of these. That's the problem is after like Paranormal Activity and The Conjuring and all of the the Jason Blum produced uh movies started coming out. There's just been this onslaught of these movies and they're just, they're all the same. They're all the same. Bleh. And there's just, there's, I mean, there's occasionally ones that will stand above the rest. Like I, earlier on the, a couple weeks ago on the regular show, I talked about the Ouija origin of evil, which is the sequel to that Ouija movie, which I had no expectations for that one, but cause I heard, I didn't even see the first one. I heard it was so bad. But it was really good. Like, that one's actually worth checking out. It was probably one of my favorite horror movies of the year.
1: This one, I just felt like I saw it over and over.
0: Uh, And I'm, I'm looking at the cast list here, and it looks like the only character from the first one is Ashley Bell returning as the main character Nell. So at least they got the same actress to come back. And I don't remember what happens in the first one too much, except that it was it was a found footage movie about a a documentary crew following around a priest who was setting out to perform his last exorcism before coming clean and admitting that exorcisms aren't real. And what he was doing was not not um, basically all just a hoax. And then, obviously, bad things, terrible things happen.
1: But I remember liking it. This took place in, uh, during Mardi Gras, uh, that seems to me. Like, if you're trying to avoid the demon, the last place you want to be is New Orleans.
0: Yeah, I, I would think so, yeah, definitely. But it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like anybody that was really involved in the first one is involved in this one, so... The director, Ed Gastonley, looking at his filmography, he only did, he did a bunch of shorts before this, and he did a movie called Small Town Murder Songs and This Beautiful City, and he has a movie that came out earlier this year called Lavender, which uh, I don't even think I heard of that, but it actually kind of looks like it could be decent. It's got Dermot Mulroney, Abby Cornish, and Justin Long. Seems kind of interesting. After losing her memory, a woman begins to see unexplained things after her psychiatrist suggests she visits her childhood home. Uh, could be generic. Yeah. Sounds like it could be pretty generic. I just think it's so interesting that Damien Chazelle wrote this. I mean, I guess this is back before when he was first starting to kind of make a name for himself. So if you're not familiar with Damien Chazelle, he, um, he's probably best known for Whiplash. The movie that was uh, nominated for a bunch of Oscars in 2014, I believe, that was the one with Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. The drumming, uh, so, I was a big fan of that one. Uh, yeah. saw that it saw that at Sundance, and I was I was really impressed by that one. It's one of my favorite movies of that year. Uh, he also he wrote the script for Ten Cloverfield Lane, which came out earlier this year, which I was. A pretty big fan of too did you see that one yet no i would definitely recommend it you'll like it very solid i think kevin even i think kevin saw it and liked it wow yeah so that's that's saying something if kevin liked a movie like that yeah uh and then he also wrote grand piano which was uh this really interesting thriller that came out uh when did it, when it came out i can't remember when that came out but it was with Elijah Wood and basically the premise of that was that he uh, he's this piano player and he's doing this concert and he gets contacted by this someone who says that if he doesn't play his concert perfectly, not miss a single note, he's going to murder uh, like his wife or something or murder him.
1: Oh man, sounds kind of messed up. I like it.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, John Cusack was in it. Very, very good.
1: I knew I'm sitting there reading the Wikipedia. And I do it now that the very last scene, after she killed everyone, she's in a car. And as she drives by stuff, they just thought, like, everything catches on fire. Which sort of reminded me of, uh, fuck. Uh. Oh my god, my god, that
0: thing. The rage that's... carry two? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's one. Are
0: you serious? Is that is that actually what you're thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> How did I out of all the things I choose the rage carry two and you that was what you were thinking of? Oh, that's funny. What a terrible, terrible movie. Yes. Alright, any final thoughts on the Last Exorcism part two before we give you your drum roll?
1: Oh uh-huh. Not really. The only, uh, well, like you said, the the main character returned, and the one the one friend was the one girl from uh, Sin City. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. uh, I can't remember what her name was. She was the one that had like crazy blonde hair, and she had a twin sister.
0: I don't think that's the same person. Uh, Julia Garner is the actress in The Last Exorcism 2. Oh, yeah, you're right. She, she was in the second Sin City, a dame to kill for. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. Uh, right.
0: I remember her from We Are What We Are, and she was in, um, I think she was in Electric Children. Yeah, Electric Children. That was a really cool movie. And she was in... Uh, uh, Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene as well. Great movie.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, I like her. I like her and pretty much everything she's in.
1: Yeah, she yeah, is. Pretty good. Cool.
0: All right. What are you going to give The Last Exorcism 2? Three. That is a three out of ten. So now, how does this stack up? Because by this point, 220-plus episodes in, we've had you watch a lot of these kind of ghost stories. And you probably don't remember, but you, they, they probably all bleed together, because that's what they do for me. But
1: I was just going to say. They all blend together. it yeah. really stood out for us, I don't think.
0: Now, just last week, we had you watch Apartment 143, and that was a found footage kind of supernatural one. Is this one better than that one?
1: I would say this is a little better than that, yeah. Okay. Not a whole ton, not like an uh, Oscar, it? but it's a little better.
0: Marginally better? Yes. Yeah. All right. So La La Land comes out in limited release, I believe, this week. Uh, This is, uh, so yes, it is a musical, and it's written and directed by Damien Chazelle, and it stars Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling. Critics are loving this one. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if I'm going to see it, actually. I don't know if I'm going to take the dive and, and check this one out. I probably will, just because I feel like I have to. But for some reason, nothing about this appeals to me. And I know Kevin feels the same way, because we talked about it a little bit on the regular show this week. I just, uh, I don't, ha- it's not that I absolutely hate musicals. There there's certainly some exceptions. I like some musicals, but... After seeing trailers for this one, there's just there's not a whole lot that uh, that makes me want to see this one. I don't know. Have you seen any trailers or anything for this? No. I think basically the premise is that Ryan Gosling is a jazz uh, pianist and Emma Stone is an aspiring actress, and they're both kind of down on their luck in their careers. That's it's not happening for them, and then they meet each other and fall in love, and everything is amazing. Well, I'm good. It certainly looks visually pleasing, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm on board with this one.
1: I'm good on that. It's a musical, so to get my address, it's got to have a lot more. That sounds like it has about nothing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes on this one, it says, La La Land breeds new life into a bygone genre. With thrillingly assured direction, powerful performances, and an irresistible excess of heart. Is that doing anything for you?
1: Uh, that just means fucking lovey dovey?
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. There's probably some feel good moments.
1: Oh, good.
0: All right, there you have it. Uh, Any final thoughts on The Last Exorcism 2? Are you are you done with the, the Supernatural horror movies now? Do you want us to give you something else?
1: I would like it, but I don't... I mean...
0: You'll keep watching them.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to critique them, because I feel like they're all somewhat the same.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't... Ideally, I didn't want to give you another one of those this week, but... This is this is always a tough time of the year because you have the awards contenders coming out and a lot of those directors and people involved just don't have a lot of kind of really bad movies that, that would fit with this show. Uh, and so it was, this week was tough too. Last week was tough. This week was tough. I don't know what we have for next week, but that's probably going to be the same. Right. All right. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Kevin should be back next week, hopefully, schedule permitting. Uh, you can send us your questions and the topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter, at filmpulsenet and at mylegsdon'twork. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse to consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See ya See later. <laughs> Oh! Uh.